We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. you lovely and amazing being. I'm so happy to be hanging out with you today. I'm having my coffee and I'm imagining just sitting here with you across this table and enjoying one another's company. I'm opening my heart to you and I hope you can feel and sense and experience this. So I really do believe life boils down to this. Do you know that life is on your side? Do you believe that God is for you? Do you sense and know that you are important loved, supported, and adored. If not, I believe you might be having some challenges and that this could be the most important work of your life. And if you do believe these things, I suspect you have a sense of safety, peace, and you experience grace and ease most days. For me, I do believe that God is for me and life is on my side. I do believe the universe wants to be in friendship and partnership and guide me and support me, but it wasn't always this way. And I think what inspired me to open my mind to this relationship was that life was pretty rotten. It was, it was, in fact, it was awful. It was extraordinarily painful. And that's what guided me and led me into a classroom with some master teachers. And as I stood up one day, talking about my woes and the pain and the challenges of my existence, one of my teachers said to me, Tammy, do you believe that the universe is on your side? I said, absolutely not. How could I possibly believe that given the circumstances of my life? Look at how horrible things are and have been for me. And then it occurred to me, perhaps that deep inherent belief that God was not for me and that I was not loved and the universe was not on my side was perpetuating and continuing this experience of pain and disconnection. My life was rough. I was struggling financially. My health was awful. My fiance left me. I was alone and life really hurt. But I think it's because I was trying to do life on my own. I didn't trust. I didn't have faith that I was important. I didn't have faith that I was valuable. I didn't have faith in a loving God. So in that moment, when my teacher asked me these things, I decided to open my mind to the possibility, just the possibility that maybe there was another way of being, another way of doing things. I decided to consider inviting the universe into my life in a more personal way to explore this possible friendship just as an experiment, just for a little while. Because it's hard to go from living a life of complete fear to a life of complete faith. It's sort of like we have to take a step, maybe a small step in that direction. But I love the saying, for every step you take to God, he will take 10 to you. And that was my experience. So that week I said, okay, God, here's the deal, you know, and I think it's really good when we pray to have these authentic conversations, um, in our own voice, in our own way, from our own truth, from our heart. So I said, God, here's the deal. Life doesn't feel very good, but I'm open to trying some things differently because clearly my way of doing things isn't working very well. 
And then I knew on some level I could experiment with this new way of being. And if it didn't work, I could go back to the way of being that it was currently living that wasn't working for me. Doesn't make a lot of sense, but it gave me some sort of comfort. So God, here's the deal. My life isn't working that well. So I'm opening my mind and heart to another way of being. I want to believe that you love me. I want to consider the possibility that you are on my side. So for a little while, maybe for a week or two, I'm going to choose to relax and experiment and explore the possibility that I can trust you. And so that's what I did. And almost immediately, I felt a sense of comfort, like I didn't have to figure out how to do things all by myself. I didn't feel like I had to be that durable on the wheel, running really fast and getting nowhere. I decided to let that go just for a little bit, just relax. And again, almost immediately, there were some God winks, which is I, what I like to refer to as, um, you know, synchronistic or coincidence events, coincidental events. Almost immediately, I booked a job and made some um, pretty good money. And then somebody else came to me and asked if I would um, create some artwork for them. It's like I made a fair amount of money that week. And that was one of my biggest concerns was being able to take care of myself financially. I also had some significant health challenges. So in the morning, I would repeat this prayer, God, I want to believe you're on my side. I want to open my mind and heart to the possibility that you love me, that you support me, that you want to support me and that you adore me. And then I would just relax and get into the feeling state of being okay financially, of being secure within myself, of being supported. I would imagine feeling vibrantly healthy wide awake and alert. I'd struggled a lot with um, chronic fatigue and muscle aches and joint pain. And so I would just breathe light into these places and imagine being held, you know, um, rather than meditation, what I like to refer to my prayer and morning practices is um, marination. I like to marinate in love. I like to bask in um, the adoration that the universe I sense is pouring down on us, but I believe we have to crawl before we walk, before we run, before we fly. So it started again when things were challenging and I chose to experiment with another way of being. So if we do what we've always done, we're going to get what we've always gotten, right? That's that uh, quote about uh, neurosis. It's like if we think we're going to get a different result from doing the same thing repeatedly, that's considered neurotic. So I wanted to try something different. And it simply started by having that authentic conversation, saying that prayer, that invitation, opening my mind and heart to the possibility of a different way of being an experiment for two weeks. And then starting my morning with this simple, simple practice, the prayer, the conversation, the meditation, the marination. And I'm happy to say, to report, I never did go back to that way of being that didn't work for me. In fact, what my life has become is continued experiment and going deeper and higher in this knowingness that I am loved, that I am adored, that I am supported. This is why my life works. What I've come to believe in 
and realize and know is that we can do life on our own, alone, or we can choose to open up to that friendship and partner with the divine and do things as all one. We can do things from ego, edging God out, or we can do things from ego, inviting God only. And we have to experiment with this on our own. The bottom line is we can't really learn from anyone else. We learn by our own experiences, our own experiments. Why certainly, of course, we can be inspired and we can open our mind and hearts to possibilities and ways of doing things from maybe books that we read or from what others speak of that resonate as truth. But then we have to implement it. I had to invite and allow others to inspire me, which in turn led me and guided me to my own inner teacher, my own inner wisdom, my own truth. I spent a lot of money and I sat in some classrooms and listened to some master teachers, which was vital on my path. But what they did was speak truths until I remembered them for and within myself. And now that these truths are so anchored into my way of being, people will often say that I'm an amazing teacher. But I feel like I'm just a living example at this point of implementing what resonated as authentically true for me. So that's my hope and intention by virtue of doing this podcast, this radio show is to remind you of the things that you already know to open your mind and heart to deeper wisdom and possibilities that, that resonate as true for you and maybe to inspire you to go deeper and higher in your own personal relationship with life and to open your mind and heart a little wider to your connection to your own love. My teachers would say, the purpose of our life is to learn to love ourselves no matter what. And that has been my work so far. Didn't know that. That wasn't on my radar when I first started down this path. All I knew was that my life wasn't working and I was in immense pain and I was broke and I was alone. They kept whispering truths and yelling truths and speaking truths. And I kept reading books about truth until it woke something up inside of me. And now I am living truth. And I think that's what we're all here to do. My sense of it is, is that we all start out in the Garden of Eden and maybe this is your vision of heaven. Everything's taken care of. It's the days are constantly perfect. The weather's amazing. There's so much love. But my my husband said something funny once. Maybe we get bored with it. Things are too easy. Things are too good. And so we want a challenge. We want to expand and grow. We want to know what it's like to be God. So we leave the Garden of Eden and we decide to take on human form. And I like the word human. It's like um, God-man. Hugh means God and then man means man. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. We are aspects of the divine. We are splinters of God. So we come here and we leave the Garden of Eden. We leave heaven so that we can 
experiment, explore, try things on, do things on our own, become the demigods of our lives. And then when things finally don't work so well anymore, which eventually is going to be the case, you can't navigate from ego eternally. We're going to come home because there's only one place to go. And that's back to the heart of God, because that's where we came from. And there's, there's really only one of us here in lots of different expressions. So to come here, to play for a while. I call it a working vacation. For a while, it didn't feel like a vacation at all because it was just such painful work. But now that I've pointed my face back to God and I remember why I'm here, which is because I'm a spiritual being having this human experience for a while, a temporary, um, a temporary adventure of getting to create and play. But and what makes this fun and what makes this play is doing it in partnership with the divine, doing it in friendship and deep relationship, a very personal relationship with my creator. And again, I think if we're doing it on our own. It's scary. This is a big world. There's a lot of um, awful things that happen. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of, uh, you know, darkness or quote unquote evil I don't really believe that so much anymore is that I see people navigating from disconnection. To me, that's what evil is. Sin um, is an archery term. It means we've missed the mark. We've come from fear rather than love. So my personal intention has become to be the change I want to see, to be a more peaceful, loving presence in the world, to become a vortex of kindness, compassion, wisdom, and truth. And as I've done this, I feel like what this does is it increases our vibration. It raises our vibration. It supports us in going deeper and higher in um, the energy of faith. So a lot of the things that used to happen to me that I thought were so bad and horrible and awful don't tend to happen anymore. You know, I'm not taking great advantage by a lot of people. Um, it seems life is on my side. Life is for me. And I think it's because I believe it is. We manifest what we deeply believe we deserve. Our lives are a reflection of our thoughts and our beliefs. So as we take responsibility for our thoughts and beliefs, as we become more mindful in um, the musings that go on in our, our consciousness, and if they aren't positive, if they aren't kind, if they aren't faith-based, we set that intention to change the channel. And it can um, take some time. It's creating new habits. It's cultivating a new way of being. So I hope that this is something that you are contemplating and considering and implementing and doing. I'm hoping that I'm pointing you a direction that makes sense, that it's resonating for you as, as a yes inside of your own heart. So I'd like to utter a prayer if you'd like to participate in this. And it's similar, probably won't be exactly the same because I'm just in the present moment with you and sitting across from you and having my coffee and conversation. And um, we'll see what comes forward. But my intention is to hold space for you to turn inward and upward, going deeper and higher in the knowingness of your divinity, of your importance of your worthiness and uh, relaxing into that space of the knowingness that you are 
divine. You are the child in whom God is well pleased. So if this sounds like something that you would like to participate in, I invite you to just inwardly say or see the word yes. This is a way that we can have our subconscious mind um, also invite and participate in the process. And that's so important. You know, if we're just doing things from a conscious level, it's not as effective as coming into um, cooperation with the subconscious mind. And therefore, we open this space for the superconscious mind or the universe or spirit to also participate in a more open, congruent, and whole way. So just now, just take that nice, deep, healing, cleansing breath and imagine center your awareness in your heart. And just now, Spirit, Father, Mother, God, Lord of all creation, I invite you into this present moment with me and this dear one that is with us right now. I ask for a special prayer and blessing that they may relax into their hearts. May they start to feel and sense your presence and begin to open more deeply to the experience and knowingness that you love them, that they are loved, that they are indeed important, valuable, worthy, and divine. And just now, dear one, I ask your subconscious mind to reveal to you the most healing color for you to bask in right now. Perhaps it's a couple of colors or a palette of colors. And imagine, if you will, this color colors being like an incredibly comfortable fluffy blanket just wrapped around your shoulders and holding you gently, keeping you warm. And these colors are now starting to soak into your body and going to any place and every place inside of you that could benefit from this healing, from this comfort, from this peace, from this love that is here for you now. And imagine, if you will, feeling safe, feeling warm, feeling supported, feeling loved, and feeling adored. And just now, God, a special prayer and blessing for this dear one that that their path reveals God winks and grace for the direction that you would like them to go, for their highest good, and for the highest good for all concerned. May they be blessed with grace. May they be blessed with prosperity. May they be blessed with coincidence and kindness and with great love. Dear God, what I know for sure is that you've created each and every one of us, including this dear one that is hearing my voice right now, with the primary ingredient of love. May they relax more deeply into this and may they be met with synchronicity of love, God winks of grace, coincidence beyond coincidental experiences. May each of us relax into our authentic shape and may we attract all that you would have for us by divine right, the right people, the right circumstances, the right situations. May we have the words that you would have us speak. May we be the presence of the divine in this world. 
May we be a vortex of grace and joy and beauty and ease. May all burdens be lifted. May they be replaced with blessings. Thank you for the opportunity to grow and expand and learn and heal and grow as spiritual beings having a human experience. Thank you for the blessings that are on their way to us now. And in this moment, we open our minds, hearts, arms, and lives wide to receive them in grace with graciousness and profound, ever-expanding gratitude. For this and for all things, we say thank you, thank you, thank you. And so it is. So my sense is that faith means that you know you're adored. It doesn't mean you're always going to like everything that happens, but through it all, you know that there is a purpose and that this purpose is to grow and expand and your ability to love and to know deeply you are profoundly loved. The more I settle into this knowingness, the better my life works. And I want this for you as well. I'm not here to teach you anything. I'm here to remind you of the truth which is that you are adored, that you are important, that you are special, that you are valuable, that you are worthy, that you're loved. And I would suspect, if you're anything like me, and I suspect you probably are, the more you believe this, the more you will perceive and experience and receive the goodness and grace and blessings that God wants to give you. I'm not a mom, but I am a horse mom, and I know these special beings that I'm in care of in this life, I want to give them everything that they want. I want them to be warm and safe, loved and cared for. I want them to have a balanced, beautiful life. Sometimes they want things that wouldn't be good for them. You know, they would eat themselves into a coma if they could. You know, they love their sweets. They love their cookies. So I um, can't always say yes to everything that they want. But I always want the best for them. And I think that's true with God and for us. He wants us to have everything that would bring us joy. But sometimes if we get what we want, it's not going to help us grow. It's going to help us become more indulgent as um, egoic beings rather than loving soulful beings. So sometimes God has to say no. But I trust that these days. I don't always get everything I want, but I know because I say thy will be done, because I say, God, you decide that whatever happens is for my highest good because I'm not in resistance. I'm not in um, some sort of fight with the universe. I know life is on my side when I, when I want something and I think this is what I need to be happy. I remind myself, God knows better than I do from my limited perspective. God has a much more expanded perspective. So I say, God, this is what I think I want, but you know better than me. So you decide that will be done. This keeps me in that um, aligned, congruent partnership. And a lot of the times I do get what I want. And sometimes I don't get what I want, but I know because I've uttered this prayer and have invited the energy of the universe in that whatever happens is for the highest good. And this really reduces my sense of anxiety and fear and stress. It keeps, I think, the life force flowing through me and 
in my life, people will often say they feel more peaceful after hanging out with me. And I think it's just because I'm residing that place of peace and faith, which invites support and grace. So my hope and prayer and intention and blessing is that you're going deeper and higher in your own personal sense of connection and love and faith and the knowingness that you are exquisitely adored. You are divinely created and so vitally important in this world and from the perspective of God. To me, if we know this, everything else takes care of itself. At least that's been my experience. So I hope you're feeling peaceful and relaxed, optimistic and faithful and happy and at home inside of your skin. There's only one of you in all of creation. And though I do believe personally in past lives and future lives, the you that you are now has never been here before and will never be again. You are exquisitely important and unique in this body. The way you perceive things, the way you live, the way you express yourself, your talents, your way of creating and being is unique in all of the galaxies, in all of your lifetimes, all lifetimes. So I hope that you are enjoying the expression that you are, that you are celebrating the divine, exquisite fragment of God that you are, that you are fully embodying the being that you were designed and destined to be without resistance and with that energy of joy and celebration. And I think if you are, if you open your mind to this possibility, life will feel like it's at your back. The wind will be against your back rather than having to fight and go into the wind. That's not as much fun, right? So just know that I'm sending you blessings of grace, ease, peace, joy. The wind is at your back. May you experience some God wings and grace, some synchronicity and celebration. And I would love to hear from you and be in touch with you. If you're not uh, connected to me on Facebook, just search either Journey to Center or Tammy Balashevsky, B-A-L-I-S-Z-E-W-S-K-I. And let's connect. I do my shows, Manifesting Monday, just a five-minute simple video every Monday. Sometimes it's longer if I do it live. But to continue just to dance with you and support you and guide you and bless you and um, expand with you. I'm not your teacher, but I would love to be your spiritual pathmate. I think we're all soul siblings when we boil us all down. So please know that you're my heart, my meditations, my prayers. God bless you. And I love you onward and upward. Let's connect again soon. Bye for now.